0: Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you all. We missed you. So Welcome to University Chapel. Today is a new day. Our theme for this year is Be Not Afraid. We all have been there. We all know how it feels in our gut. And sometimes fear gets the best of us. But, wrapped in the shelter of God, we are encouraged to be not afraid, and we will grapple with this theme deep and wide as much as we can. Our second theme, for those of you who have not had the pleasure to meet my colleague, uh, Hazel Salazar-Davidson, our new pastor, welcome. She'll be around after chapel. You're most welcome to come and greet her and say hello. And as life is with joy and sorrow, today we pay respect to two American idols, or icons, I should say, whose leadership shaped America today. The singer Aretha Franklin and Senator John McCain. We also remember the victims of Jacksonville. It's been a very emotional week. May the rest in peace. May their memory be a blessing. Amen. Nos reunimos en el nombre de Dios. Dios quien es bueno, Dios quien nos ama, Dios quien es más que nuestros temores. We gather in the name of God, God who is good, God who loves, God, who is more than our fears.
1: God, in this moment, we come to worship you, being called by you to remember and praise you. We come to hear and to learn more of your word, a word that is unchanging and a balm for our wounds. As you are mindful of us in this moment, teach us to be similarly mindful of you. God of today, yesterday, and every day, be known among us. Amen.
0: Today's reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 43, verse one. But now this is what the Lord says, the one who created you, Jacob, the one who formed you, Israel, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God.
1: God's grace, God's peace be yours. It starts with a very simple question. What are you afraid of? We all have fears. We know what they feel like, they come to us in the dark, and they come to us in the daylight. There is probably no emotion that plagues and humbles the human personality more than that of fear. Everywhere we turn, we see fear. Every road we travel, we meet fear. Fear expresses itself in very diverse forms. Fear of others, fear of self, fear of growing old, fear of death, fear of change, of not knowing, fear of doing it wrong, fear of disease or poverty, fear of a relationship with the divine that is so very out of our control. We understand that fear keeps us from doing or achieving, or engaging, or overcoming, or accomplishing. But we also know there's a healthy side to fear. It is the elemental alarm system of the human organism, one of our primary and indispensable instincts. Sometimes fear is the operator, and we desperately need it. Mine, you ask? My fears? We don't have time to get through all of them. But the strongest one is this. I grew up in Burbank, California. Four houses up from the railroad track. It was a modest house on Avon Street. Narrow driveway. Garage in the back. Gary, Christine, and Craig, these were my neighborhood playmates. The summer was devoted to getting up, eating breakfast, doing your chores, and then get out of the house, go play. Our home was not equipped with the luxury of air conditioning, nor did we have ceiling or floor fans. So in the summer heat, all of the windows were open, none of the blinds were drawn, in order to catch any breeze that would come our way. My bedroom had one window with curtains on either side of that window and a blind shade you could pull down, and if you snapped it just right, it would go up and. Yeah, good enough. On more than one occasion, I would wake at night with terror and fear that someone had gotten into my room and not just one person, but two tall, skinny, creepy, alien-like figures, and their goal was to watch me for a while and then steal me from my family. So when my mom would make the announcement, Scott, it's time for bed, that announcement would increase my anxiety and I would do anything to keep from going to bed. Fear, was it real? Did aliens ever show up and abduct me? You'll have to ask my wife. But nope, they didn't. But these were my fears, and they were real, and I knew them. And I knew what they tasted like because of the adrenaline surge in my body. Fear of separation, of being alone, of being disconnected. Fears, we have them, and our fears prevent us from certain actions, And then there are times when our fears propel us into different activity. Theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote that fear was our naked face seen by others as we would become fearful of a very important decision. Fear of fate, of losing one's job, of a terminal illness, fear of an addiction that you could no longer resist, fear of disgrace, fear of another person, fear of permanent disconnection from God. Bonhoeffer wrote, Nothing can make a human so conscious of fear than to meet the spreading fog of the hell called hopelessness. Another person that had good right to fear would be Rosa Parks, who could have fallen victim to fear when she refused to give up her seat on that Montgomery bus. She said, I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, it diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. Renowned theologian Cornel West said, once you break the back of fear, it's a new day for oppressed people. And he said to me, that is a spiritual point and a moral point. He added, so how do we do it? How do we break the back of fear? How much money, how much power, how much status is going to be expended to break the back of fear? If you're still scared and intimidated and afraid, you're not going to tell the truth and bear witness to justice. So Cornell West says, stretch yourself. Be fearless. Now, we don't have much of an idea what fears Jacob, further known as Israel, had. But they must have been big enough that Isaiah's version of God used a very clear pattern of relieving Israel's fear. A simple line. Do not fear, Isaiah wrote. It's a declaration. I have redeemed you. That is, I have freed you from a particular captivity. You have been extricated from another's grip. And I have released you from that fear. Isaiah, if I was helping with the writing, would have added, trust that declaration. This year's chapel theme, will provide us with numerous opportunities to think and rethink our fears. But more importantly, it will allow us to hear again God's desire to free us from our fears. Fear of God, fear of future, fear from the benign or the enormous, fear that captures us. To then live more freely in the presence Isaiah's God says, do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you, I have summoned you by name, you are mine. Let's trust that declaration and be not afraid. Amen.